It's mid-morning. The sun is high and it's hot. I bought a seven-foot fiberglass kayak. And to be honest, I'm not sure whether it feels stable or whether I'm going to capsize any second. My hands are sweaty and slip off my paddle. Behind me, I hear the pop of a batfish splashing in the brackish water. Up high, I see an osprey slowly circling the cloudless skies looking for a fish to hunt down below. There is a slight pungent smell of salt in the air. I gently paddle, and in front of me, we begin to enter our first mangrove tunnel. Have you ever wondered what it's like to kayak through a saltwater mangrove in South Florida? Come explore with me, Jeremy, in real life. Latitude, 26 degrees north. Longitude, negative 81.7 degrees west. I'm here in the Rookery Bay National Estuarine Reserve, located on the Gulf side of southwest Florida. We're close to the city of Naples. Rookery Bay covers over 100,000 acres of mangroves and upland and protected waters. I'm doing the mudflats and mangroves kayak tour with Rising Tide Explorers, which means I'll be seeing a lot of, you guessed it, mangroves! In this episode, we're going to go over endangered species living in Rookery Bay. How mangroves give live birth. That's right, live birth. And we're going to end with ways to help Rookery Bay with the preservation efforts. So, why is it cool? So first of all, what is Rookery Bay? To help us find out, I got a little help. My name is Samantha Trost, born and raised in Southwest Florida, and I've been with Rookery Bay for just over two and a half years now, but I've been visiting the Education Center and being out here pretty much my entire life. That's Sam, a guide from Rising Tide Explorers, which is a cool equal tour group that has real local biologists as guides. Sam must be smart, as she has a master's in science, in environmental science. Rookery Bay is a fascinating place to visit because it is an amazing ecosystem with both flora and fauna, which means both plants and animals. My class just had a lesson about ecosystems, so I can tell you that an ecosystem is a complex system of living things connected and living in their physical habitat. There are so many diverse animals in Rookery Bay, so I had to ask Sam, what are the most common animals in Rookery Bay? Very good question. Uh, we get plenty of dolphins, so always a fan favorite. Manatee as well, um, so feeding on seagrass is a huge issue. Um, we want to protect our seagrass beds because both sea turtles and manatee need those to survive. 
Uh, we also get plenty of crustaceans, crab, shrimp, um, bivalves, clams, oysters, um, Venus sunray clams, which are really pretty, and a lot of crabs. Basically everything you find out in the ocean starts their life back in the estuary. Those are some of the animals you can expect to see when exploring the vast shores of Rookery Bay. These animals are all pretty cool, but to be honest, the manatees are my favorite. To me, they look so cute and fun to be around with. Hey, Sam, what's your favorite animal in the Rookery Bay? I think my favorite animal is the batfish. They're kind of these little blobs of, they kind of look like algae, but they have this little lure that they'll hang out of their mouth to attract fish and then they'll gulp them up, so they're really cool. That's so funny. My favorite animal was also the batfish, specifically the red-lipped batfish. The red-lipped batfish looks hilarious, like a stingray with legs and a nice shade of red lipstick on their huge lips. Wait, was that one just there? Rookery Bay does have many cool animals, but unfortunately, there are some endangered species. Hey, Malin, what's an endangered species? An endangered species is an animal or plant that is at risk of extinction. Wait, what? Did you just Google that? Uh, maybe? Anyway, here's an example. The sawfish, a protected species that lives in Rookery Bay, is an amazing creature that literally looks like it has a saw on the tip of its nose. They use the saw to hunt, and they slash it through schools of fish, stunning them and pinning them down to eat. This creature is so amazing, but it's also critically endangered. There are signs all around Rookery Bay saying that if you find a sawfish, contact scientists at Fish and Wildlife Research Institute immediately. There are only about 5,000 left in the world, so we should all do our best to protect this fascinating species. For example, if you accidentally catch one or see one in the wild, you should report it right away. Before we get started, I would like to say what a mangrove is. Mangroves, there are 54 species worldwide and they only grow in the tropics, so they don't do very well in the cold. So if you go to any kind of tropical country, you will see them for sure. Oh, thanks Sam. Mangroves are scattered all around Rookery Bay and they are amazing plants. There are small trees that can grow in the water, can survive harsh conditions, and are actually salt tolerant. That means that they can still live and grow in salt water, which is a rare and unique feature. Let's compare what happens when an apple tree and a mangrove both bathe in salt water. Ah! Ooh, you okay, Mr. Apple Tree? It seems that apple trees can't survive in salt water. Miss Mangrove, you're up next. Ah. So, Miss Mangrove, salt water is okay for you to be in, right? So that must mean that you're salt tolerant. There are three types of mangroves, white, black, and red, though there are only red mangroves in Brookery Bay. Mangroves are very special to Florida. 
as they help protect the land and homeowners from disasters, such as hurricanes or floods. They are so rooted to the ground that they act as a first layer of defense during a storm, as they absorb most of the storm impact, just like Captain America's shield. Mangroves are referred to as a keystone species. A keystone species is something that the ecosystem needs to live and to remain in balance. If the species was to go extinct, it would send ripples throughout the ecosystem that would change it in many noticeable ways. Mangroves provide a safe home for many species, such as crabs, manatees, and crocodiles. Without these, animals would be struggling to find a safe home in the water, and the ecosystem would be chaos. Also, the mangrove species itself has a unique feature that no other plant has. It gives live birth. That's crazy. Wow! Um, they're very unique trees. They're the only ones that give live birth. It's called vivipary, um, and so they skip the seed stage. Most trees are going to grow seeds, the seeds get fertilized, and then you'll get a new tree. But mangroves kind of skip that step, and they give live birth. Their babies grow right on the tree, and then they break off, and they're ready to go and ready to grow. So it's a very unique strategy for tree reproduction because it costs a lot of energy. It's not easy to give live birth. So um, only mangroves do it, so they're very unique in that regard. The seedlings that the mangroves give out are called propagules, and they look like little tiny sticks. The mangroves are actually called the platypus of the plants, as it is the only plant that effectively gives live birth, just like the platypus is one of the only mammals that lays eggs. This may be a bit hard to imagine, so Sam gave us an example. So if you want to think about normal plant reproduction, an apple tree is a good example. So an apple tree is going to flower, it's going to produce the apple, and then within the apple you get seeds. If that apple falls or an organism eats that apple, the seeds get distributed, and if they're fertilized, you'll get a new tree. Mangroves give live birth, so they, they direct develop. They skip that seed stage. So if an apple tree were to grow like a mangrove, it would flower, produce the apple, and then the trunk of the apple tree would start growing out of the bottom of that apple. So picture little trunks swaying from your normal trees. That would be very, very weird for us to see, but that's how mangroves give birth. They only produce, they'll flower, they'll fruit, and then their baby that's ready to grow as soon as it leaves the mom is growing right on the edge of the branch. I am in awe that the mangrove is such an amazing plant. It is salt tolerant, a keystone species, and it gives live birth. Let me repeat that, kids. It gives live birth. I was wowed about learning these three things. There are many more things to learn about mangroves, so why not go to Rookery Bay to understand more about them? Quiz! So, everybody, today we are going to have a quiz. Amelia, you're first. Question one. What do mangroves give birth to? I don't know, baby grows? Close, but no. Remember that I said that the seedling that the mangroves give out are called propagules? Okay, Madeline. Hey, Jeremy, if orange groves give oranges, do mangroves give men? No, mangroves do not give birth to any type of humans. As I said before with Amelia, they do give birth to propagules, but those are not humans. Samantha. 
Can you answer this question? Wait, don't tell me you're going to tell me another joke. I wanted to tell you a mangrove joke, but I'm too swamped. Three words. So, for a three-word segment, I'm going to ask Sam if you could describe Rookery Bay in three words. What would those three words be? I would say education, preservation, and awesome. Yeah, it's just awesome being out there helping and educating people about how cool the reserve is. I certainly agree with that. Rookery Bay was super awesome when I visited. The kayak tour was fabulous, and I learned so many new things. For example, mangroves give live birth. Thanks to Dad for driving me around places to interview people. Thanks to Malin, Samantha, and Amelia for their thoughts on endangered species and for participating in the quiz. Thanks to Samantha Trouse from Rising Tide Explorers for providing the informative quotes. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more Exploring with Jeremy in real life. <laughs>